Hey, Bethel family! Thanks for joining us today as we engage Proverbs and Ecclesiastes. We hope this study equips you with wisdom as you engage your community, whatever you find yourself this summer. Hello, this is Nancy O'Brien. Today we're looking at the second half of Proverbs chapter 3. I want to start off looking at verse 13. Happy is a man who finds wisdom and who acquires understanding. I love this thought. It's not just saying that wise people are joyful, and it's not just those to whom God grants wisdom. It's the person who finds wisdom, who acquires understanding. Those are active verbs. This joy doesn't just descend on you like a dove. This is a joy you hunt for, that you work to gain. I love that feeling of taking on a new task that I don't know how to accomplish. Okay, I don't actually like that feeling. That part is scary. But then I dig in, I do research, I read a book, I watch a YouTube video, or I ask a friend to share their knowledge, and I struggle to get things right. But when the pieces all fall into place, and I finally not only accomplish my task, but I understand why it works, that's an amazing feeling. Now I know, now I understand, and I can do it again, and I can do it better and better. And wisdom is more than just that knowledge, right? It's the experience gained on the path to knowledge. It's all of the struggling that you did along the way, all of the mistakes that you made and that you won't make again. And from that gained wisdom comes fruit. The chapter continues to expound the virtues of wisdom. It's profitable. It's precious. It offers long life and riches and honor. It's satisfying. And this section leads up to verse 18. She, meaning wisdom, is a tree of life to those who embrace her and those who hold on to her are happy. I like that image. Wisdom is there. It's something that we can embrace or something we, we release. We can stay under the branches of the tree or we can wander the forest. And once you let go of the tree, it's easy to get disoriented and not be able to find your way back. As the chapter continues, we see that not only does wisdom offer us blessings and benefits, but also protection. It offers safety you won't stumble, you won't be afraid, your sleep will be pleasant. I really like that one. So wisdom not only brings good things into our lives, but also keeps us from stumbling into danger. That all sounds great, but this wisdom seems a lot more powerful than my wisdom. Most of the time, my wisdom just keeps me from making a left turn into oncoming traffic, or maybe from burning myself with boiling water, which I know because I once burned myself with boiling water, and now I know how to not do that one. But how does that get me to long life, riches, and no fear of sudden danger? How do I face danger and the ruin of the wicked mentioned in verse 25? In verse 26, it says, For the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from the snare. Ah, so the Lord will be my confidence. Yes, we have wisdom. Yes, we work for it. But our confidence is not in our understanding or wisdom. Our courage does not come from our ability to face down danger. It comes from Jesus. Jesus, who came into this world, who came to save our foolish, ignorant selves. He came to bring us the knowledge of who God is and who we are in him. So it's good to have wisdom about how the world works. But in the end, that is not the tree of life that we should cling to. We have to cling to the cross of Christ. And there we find our peace and our joy. The rest of the chapter are reminders of how a wise person acting out the gospel should behave. We don't withhold good. We don't delay in offering aid to others. We don't envy. We don't falsely accuse. We don't plan to harm our neighbor. 
Wisdom, true wisdom through Jesus is not something that we just have. It's something that we work for. Yes, we are saved through grace, not through works. But deep knowledge of who God is, who Jesus is, that is something that we all have to be working for. In prayer, in Bible study, every day choosing to sit at the foot of the cross and gaze at the face of the one who came to save us, learning more about what it means to be a disciple of Jesus. I want you to take a moment and reflect on the description of what a life of wisdom looks like as described in these verses. Does your life look like that? Are your paths peaceful? Is your sleep pleasant? I'll tell you, for me, the answer is frequently no. So I want to encourage all of us that the wisdom described here is not something that you have to find on your own. Jesus is there waiting for you to ask for it, and he'll happily give it to you. Let's pray. Jesus, our Lord and our King, I confess that I spend too much of my time trying to face the world through my own understanding and wisdom. I pray for all of us that our confidence to face the challenges of life would not be in our own knowledge and wisdom, but in your knowledge and your wisdom. That as dangers arise and storms come, our minds will be filled with your wisdom and the fruits that flow out of that wisdom. And when we wander away, lead us back to your tree of life where we can find peace and happiness. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen in tomorrow as we encourage each other with the wisdom of God's word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we would love to continue to dive into God's word with you. We would also like the chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you will find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together. Finally, please consider sharing this podcast with your friends by word of mouth or on social media. Thanks, family. God bless you. Gracias y que Dios te bendiga.